Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, welcome to What's the Hype Podcast. This is your boy, Jay Wade. And I'm Jeff Pope, a.k.a. The Pod Disciple. And this is What's the Hype. What's the Hype? It's helping young people excel. And it's also cutting through all of the hype, the glitz, the glamour that surrounds the sports industry and give tangible insight from our experience and our guests to help you get a better understanding of the business and all that comes with the sports industry. All my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. All my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice. We got a very special guest in the building, Mr. Bruce Ellington. Yes, sir. Doing, I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, so for our listeners here, um, basically we want to, we like showing what's the hype. So the hype is helping young people excel. So any ways that we can give insight and information on young individuals who are trying to make their way through the sports world and other avenues after the sports world as well. That's that's basically we're trying to be that avenue for them so they can just have inside knowledge on some of the day-to-day things that we kind of went through, some of the struggles we had, and some of the uh, different um, tricks to the trade that we can give them. So first of all, let's let's go about your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up and kind of how'd you get started with football and everything? Uh, I grew up in Moscone, South Carolina. Um, for those who don't know where that's at, it's Charleston, near Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, man, I grew up, um, there's not much down there, <laughs> about 7,000, 8,000 people, so sports was the way out okay. um, for me uh, and my family. Um, I got so many cousins that played, and I always do play throw-up tackle in the yard, Yeah. Um, run from dogs. Uh, <laughs> we had people across the street that had four-wheelers to get on their four-wheelers, had beds on the back of them, riding around the four-wheelers. Like, yeah. In the woods, like okay. country stuff, yeah, like building really clubhouses. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But it's all love, man. Every time I go back home, um, me and my cousin Andre, we have free camp there every year. So okay. it's all love back at the crib. Nice, nice, nice. So you mentioned a little bit about just uh, cousins. So you had older cousins that was that played. You know, any any of them kind of make it to college um, or make it. Rusty in- Williams. Um, he was a running back at Auburn. He was real good. Um, he wore number three. What part of the reason I wore number three in high school? Okay. And uh, also my cousin Ryan Stewart. Um, he played a couple years in the league. Um, so there's a lot of guys. Andre Ellington, my other cousin. Um, he plays for Tampa Bay right now. I think going on seven. Um, so there's a lot of guys. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of names that that didn't get known or didn't go to college that probably better than me, but. It, it seems like that's always a reoccurring thing. We always hear that from a lot of athletes, a lot of guys who have made it, to just say about how many guys they grew up with, who was better than them, and right. who just could have probably just turned heads in these leagues and stuff I, like that. I had one cousin that, that had seven carries, 314 yards in one game. <laughs> yes. Wow. He got the record. <laughs> on seven carries. Seven I mean, it's carries. not like he was getting the ball every time on his own two-yard right, line, right, and he right, was right. scoring yeah, every time exactly he scored. Was, yeah. <laughs> We're in the same office we ran that I ran my senior year, and I, I couldn't get 307 carries. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting you say that. I just, I mean, because you know, who who would you say you kind of like tailored your game after? I'm, I'm, you know, if it's somebody local, just who you kind of pattern your game after? Like, you know, 
growing up and playing? Uh, I wouldn't say I patterned my game from anybody. Um, I was always one of the guys who looked at somebody and they were good. I kind of picked that in my own game. But uh, like I said, my cousin Rusty Williams, um, my cousin Andre Ellerton, my brother, of course, he played a little defense, uh, Ashley Ellerton. But uh, just my whole family in general, man, they all was athletes. They all could have played ball. Um, so I just kind of like just watched them and, and kind of pitted in my game. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So going in from uh, a little bit of your early life, like tell us about, so your transition to getting into college and just kind of how that whole experience was at South Carolina and everything like that. Uh, let's give us, give us man, a little bit of insight into that It was that fun, life. man. Um, you know, going through that, that process of, uh, deciding if I wanted to play football or basketball going yeah. to college. Um, hey, you, you told me you, yeah. you'd be hooping up man, all the time. Hey, you said hey. that was probably the better sport. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, like I said, man, just going through that process was a little tough. Um, you know, coming from a small town, um, when you get a call from Kansas, it's like, wow. But, you know, I always want my mom to come see my game. So yeah. South Carolina was an hour 15 away, hour and a half away. So I figured I'd go to South Carolina. Um, went there on a basketball scholarship first. Okay. Um, it was fun, man. I love, I love uh, Coach Horn. He was my coach at the time. Um, Big Sam, uh, Moan, Cook. Like I had a lot of guys that kind of showed me the way. You know, showed me how to you know get get what I had to get done. But it was fun, man. I had a great time at South Carolina. And then transferring to football was. Yeah, how'd, how'd you get? Who convinced you? He's like, hey, you need to come up and play some oh, football, man. man. <laughs> like you know, from South Carolina, most of the guys from South Carolina, so they see me play. Um, Marcus Lattimore, Alshon, Gilmore, DJ, okay. I can keep going. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, all the boys, man, man, come on, come on over here and, and join the football team, man. And uh, Connie was coming in at the time. Yeah. I was like, man, basketball team, we ain't doing too good. <laughs> South Carolina's a football school at yeah. the time. So I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and join the football team. Yeah, I see you, <laughs> so tell me, when like, when was the moment? What is it? Did you, did you attend a game and, and you, you're in the stands and you're trying to figure out, and you're like, man, I, I think I can still do it? Yeah, yeah, so Tell yeah. me about the moment man, that you decided. So, so uh I was on the basketball team at the time, and um, Alabama was in time, and they were number one at the time. So I was like, man, we're going to go to the game. Uh, I'm in the stands, shirt off. <laughs> I'm in the stands with my shirt off, like a real fan out there. Like, yeah. Face painted right, everything. Right, right, right. I'm in the stands, shirt off, and, and uh, it was 85,000. I'm like, golly, 85, I can play in front of this? Like, 85,000? Hey, you know, the basketball team, they ain't, they ain't, we ain't getting 85. No, we're close. <laughs> we ain't no, we're no, close. close to 10, you know that what I'm saying? That so might I'm be like, like 10 games. Right, right, right. right. So I'm like, man, I, I got it. And we won. So I was like, man, I got to join the team. That was my. That was the moment I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to play football. So what was the process? So so when you decided to make, when you make that decision, what was the process? Do you reach out to a coach? Just tell us about how did you actually go from saying that you're going to do it to actually making it happen? On the process. The process was pretty smooth because uh, they were already recruiting me for football, too. So uh, they wanted me to come play football and basketball there, so the process was, was real easy. Um, I just told my, my basketball coach um, that I want to go play football. Of course, he didn't want me to at the time, but I was like, man, this decision I want to make for myself. Um, and um, I just went to Coach uh, Sperry and told him, man, I want to I wanna come join the team. And pretty much they just transferred my scholarship over to football because you get more in football and uh I was a walk-on for basketball the next couple of years. So, so you telling me that they just transfer your scholarship over from basketball to football? I mean, that you know, that in itself, with you know, being recruited 
you know, the whole process of how that plays out. But typically when somebody bring you in on scholarship, right, your right. obligation is to that sport. Right. And then for you to come in and say, man, I feel like I can play basketball. <laughs> I'm not going to play football. And somebody's like, okay, well, we're just, you know, so, so Joe, tell me a little bit about the relationship with you and Coach Spurrier, kind of the old ball coach. Tell us a little bit about about that relationship. Man, the old ball coach, man, he's, he's one of a guy, one heck of a guy, man. Just the experience of just seeing him on the sideline throwing that visor down. Oh, shit, <laughs> Man, everything that he did, man, was hilarious, man. Like, I'm talking about, like, the sun out. He, he thinks he's in Florida when he's in South Carolina. The sun out, he taking his shoes off at practice. He got oh. his shirt off. I'm talking about just out there just watching practice, man. He was a great coach, man. I had a great time with him. That's what's up. That's what's up. So from your time after moving on from college, what was your next process when you when you when you first knew that just like hey I got a shot at going to the NFL I got a shot in the league like what was that process like? Uh, so it was it was kind of the Wisconsin game, man. The Wisconsin game, um, I went crazy. <laughs> uh, I threw for a touchdown. I had two two other touchdowns, man. I was like, yeah. And then my boy Nick Jones, who played receiver with me, he was like, boy, you trying to get up out of here? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> it's time to go. And then um, Alshon was one of the guys that you know he was a receiver. So I was like, yeah. man, I started talking to uh, Tory and stuff like that, and got with my agent Tory Dandy. He's my agent right now. Okay. I got with him, and he was like, man, you got a shot, man. I was like, man, uh, I'm ready. Like uh, <laughs> I yeah. played in that last game. I showed I showed everybody what I can do so it, it just came out perfect timing. I mean it's interesting you say that because I wanted to kind of know a little bit about the process of like you know obviously pl- playing two sports so you know y- you were still active with the basketball team yeah, so you're yeah, actually yeah. still playing while you know you're developing as a football player you know at the same time so you know did you see that it was more of an optional opportunity I'll say more of a almost a guarantee for football than it was for basketball? Yeah yeah, yeah. it was kind of like that I mean I mean I mean it was tough for me because basketball was my first love. That's why I went to South Carolina for basketball. But to experience like playing Clemson in football and then seven days later beating them in basketball, like I had this, I had you know what I'm saying. Like not many people get to experience that. I had the chance to do that, so it, it was it was tough for me. But I felt like the opportunity for me was better in football. And um, you know, I wanted I, I I wanted to go to the NBA, but you know, you know that's God's plan. You know what I'm saying? So, so you did yeah. the reverse that I AI did. And the crazy thing, that's my favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> AI is my favorite player, man. Like, I'm still I got Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. So you know what I'm saying? That process was tough, but at the same time, man. Like I said, man, God got your plan, and whatever you know, what I'm saying He got for you, He got for you. Yeah. So, so I know a lot of like we know the process, kind of like you know bringing guys in, they're doing the recruitments. But just for our listeners, just kind of like explain like the process and how many different teams you're flying out to, and just I know you got to do tons of physicals That's, and just interviews man, with and different GMs and coaches. To, and to be completely honest, as I'm done with it, the combine is overrated, man. That yeah. is so tough, man. Like you go there. And you're there for for so many days, and you gotta do blood work. Um, you gotta go to every 32 teams. They doctor put. If my shoulder's not hurting by the time I get to 15 teams, they pulling it's on already it. It's, hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's hurting now. <laughs> yeah. But that that pro- the the best part was just you know being on the field. The other yeah. process of it, like going talking to coaches, um, they asking you questions and and really drilling you, you know, that process is, I mean, they got to do it, but yeah. at the same time, man, it's just, it, I feel like it's tough, but they say that's what they want you to do, so to see what you're going to do. Got to do it. You know what I'm saying? For, see, on the field. The one thing that I always just found is so crazy to me is just like, I, 
I get that you got different doctors who got different opinions right, and right. things like that, and everybody thinks their medical staff is probably better than other right. staff. So, but it is crazy that there isn't just like a centralized database where, for the most part, hey, this is the generic work and this and exactly. that. Exactly. That, that's, that's if there's the anything thing specialized saying, like, that you want a doctor to come look at, that goes from there. Right. But everything else, it just seems like all irrelevant just to show. always <laughs> doing a generic physical <laughs> right. for every single person for 32 different things. Like, then I just always find that do the drug test at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Man, I didn't even know all about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, See, I, I never yeah, experienced combat yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something that I want to talk about and it's something that I, you know, I've been scratching my head about ever since I've been involved with the process because, again, like you said, all that stuff, medical stuff, but then, you know, people have no idea about the training station and just the process of that when you're you know meeting with a team and then you got a line of three four five other teams trying to pull you in all these different directions the fact that they don't have no real organized system and they've been doing it this way for so long i asked a lot of the older guys while we used to be there i'm like man how you know how long have they been doing it like they've been like this and they're not going to change it they just not looking to so just kind of talking about just not only all of the physical, the you know the, the the meetings, but also just all the other stuff that's added on top of the whole combine and in itself. So talk a little bit about you know going through that, going through the process, then you know draft visits and maybe who you felt as though um, maybe showed you the most attention that you thought possibly where you can go. Uh, at the time, you know, for me, it was kind of like um, I'm at the combine, so. Um, going looking back on it now, I got you know what I'm saying stuff that I'm like, damn, why we had to do all that? Why we had to do this? But at and being in the moment, it was like, man, I'm at the combine. Like I'm gonna take full advantage because not yeah. many people get to go here. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, it was like, man, like I'm a, I'm gonna answer any question they got for me. I'm gonna do everything that they want me to do. Um, I'm gonna fly out wherever I gotta fly out to. You know what I'm saying? Meet yeah. any team that I gotta meet. And the process actually was fun for me, as far as like flying out to teams, meeting teams. You know what I'm saying? Experiencing that that level of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't really get that if you're not going to the combine or if teams not looking at you or not calling you. So like for people who don't get drafted or teams don't call it, it's like dang. Like but they miss out on that whole yeah, experience. They miss out on that whole experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just to rewind a little bit, I know you just said about. Um, how different teams ask you all these different questions. I think that's a very crucial thing for like some young cats who who trying to come up into oh, the league and practice. things like that. There's just more like because you know people make mistakes, people get in trouble, right, this right, and that, right, da, right, da, da, right. Da. and sometimes they don't understand the importance of like, hey, like just answer the question truthfully. Right, understand this is a job interview for an essence. And at the same time, they asking that question, they already know the answer. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So exactly. they want to see, hey, if he's going to be a liar or he's going to be up front with you. So exactly. The, the, and go in there and answer every question that you can with the truth and just be yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said, like, you looked at it as a, as a, as a blessing, as an opportunity, and you took advantage of every opportunity because you'd be surprised how many different guys would look at it as a hindrance like it's like I'm trying to meet up with guys I'm like hey man can you meet me they blowing me off but all that plays a factor into when you know a team deciding to draft you or when they're going to draft you because everybody have a say so when it comes to them draft meetings so if they ask me a question I'm like hey man this dude was a you know was a a butthole to me you know what I mean he was blowing me off so all that stuff plays a role so you have to be conscious and just think of it as it's a a job interview and just say I'm going to focus in I'm going to do whatever I got to do it's 
three, four days, yeah. you know, and I'm out. But that really can change, you know, where yeah. you get drafted and change ultimately change your, you know, yeah. possibly your your career. Yeah. Yeah. Even something so something so as little as just like conversating on the way from the airport. Right, right, like, right. I know a lot of times like some of the big wigs will come ask me. It's like, hey, what do you think of this guy? Because how how did he come off in the car? Right, right, that, right. Because you know, and the, the crazy like, thing is like when I went on like visits and stuff like that. Now that I'm a free agent, like I talk, I chop it up with the guy. Yeah. Man, where you from? How you doing? You know, what I'm saying? and not that because I'm thinking I'm supposed to do. I'm yeah. just that just type genuine. of person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and then the crazy thing I was what you were saying, like that starts in college. Yeah. Like that interview starts in college because yeah. them coaches they gonna ask, hey, how was this player? You know what I'm saying? Yep. What did this yep. player do? You know yep. what I'm saying? So your college players, y'all better make sure y'all doing the right thing. What's up, hype family? Thanks again for listening to another episode of What's the Hype podcast. But if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenerships. So you don't even have to have a big audience. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So moving on into your uh, pro career, getting into some of your routines and just kind of like, how did you approach the game? How did you, you know, uh, I know there's different people have different ways they approach and prepare and get ready for games and things like that. And, you know, I mean, the realistic fact is that what, the average lifespan of NFL athlete is what? Almost three and a half, three and a half yeah, years or yeah. something like that. So I know there's a lot of casting, you know, kind of go about, do their own thing. Some right, people right. more talented than others, things like that. But just kind of explaining the importance of just kind of having your process and just, you know, having that way to... Uh, it, it was kind of, uh, I wouldn't say easy for me, but uh, getting drafted to the 49ers, um, I had Stevie Johnson, Michael Crabtree, Anquan Bolden, Brandon Lloyd, uh, Kasim Osgood, um, Quentin Patton, who was uh, a year older than me. But, you know, being with those vets, you kind of, you know what I'm saying, you're going to learn. you fall in line <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like being in meetings every day, seeing what they do, seeing what they do in yeah. hot tub, cold tub, you know, following their routine. But, you know, everything is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like the cold tub like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, not saying I don't get in there, but I don't get as much as somebody yeah. else might get into it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when I first got in the league, it was just like, man, I'm – I'm gonna just follow these guys and see what they do and, and kind of learn my own routine. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of like, man, I'm young. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even. Gonna, when I first got laid, I'm like, man, I'm good. I don't need. I don't need to get a massage. I don't need to pay yeah. this two hundred dollars for this massage. But you know, going through injuries, I finally <laughs> realized the importance. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the importance of taking care of your body. Yeah. And um, is is very is probably the most important thing uh, in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I, you kind of referenced to it, talking about how you just kind of fell in line. But just kind of go back for those guys who um, you don't have an idea what the NFL locker room, like yeah. y yourself, when you walked into that locker room, what was the biggest um, change in from coming from college but walking into an NFL locker room? Uh, I say the biggest change is uh, you're not on scholarship no more. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I, I my first day actually signing, they released the first round draft pick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting signed to the 49 the first day, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm drafted in the fourth round. Like, I got to be on my P's and Q's, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, it's, it's tough, but... The as far as like the locker room, it's it's all cool, man. It's like a brotherhood. Um, everybody loved the game. Everybody trying to win. 
um, when you're losing, it's kind of down, but you still have that spirit in the locker room that, you know what I'm saying, we, we got another day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We got another game. I like to tell guys all the time, man. I mean, the, the NFL, man, is more probably 90% business and 10%, right. you know, game and skill and all that other stuff. Like, it's really a business when you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, the NFL. So, like you mentioned, you got drafted to the 49ers. Uh, 49ers took in back-to-back years South Carolina guys in the fourth round. Yeah. Marcus yeah. Lattimore. Yeah. So, yeah. and then yourself. So, yeah. tell me a little bit about kind of having some familiarity of, you know, somebody that you play with, you know, flying from, coming from South Carolina to San Francisco, a big city that is, I mean, you know, in essence, man, just going crazy with the tech industry and things like that. Tell me how, kind of what that adjustment was like for you. Uh, it's kind of crazy because I didn't even think I was going to get drafted to the 49ers, bro. Like, I probably talked to the the receiver coach probably like for a little bit. They, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to draft you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just to go there and then have Lat there, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then the next year we got Dylan Thompson. You know what I'm saying? So like to have all those guys there, it's kind of like, man, you kind of feel at home, that energy. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Just to have those guys there with me. Familiarity, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So And then, like like I said, like learning from Lat, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then we had... Uh, uh, Cully, Cully was there too. Oh wow! Yeah, Cully was there at the time. He was a South Carolina guy. Yeah, he was there at the time too. So just you know, what I'm saying them boys took me in like a brother because they already knew me. You know, what I'm saying so they gave me the whole what it was to do and, and how to do things and how to move and you know, what I'm saying and like you said with that tech thing around, it's like. It's expensive out there, <laughs> <laughs> and I know you. You you tight. You you you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's real, man. I mean, even but even from the perspective of I, I, I listen to some of the guys that are like even with the Golden State Warrior guys, right? You talk about. Um, uh, Steph and uh, and KD, those guys, those guys actually like invested and started to like really look at it from the business perspective. Right, right. Was there any opportunities, or was it? It was too late. Got about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it was too late for me. But but the crazy thing is like um, that I'm gonna go back there because I, you know, what I'm saying I know people there. You know, what I'm saying so like I I met people there, so I, I have people that I can contact and stuff like that. Because uh, Tory Smith, when he came there, he actually uh, got us to go when they had the first. Uh, little goggles they had to put on, and like Virtual you can, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We was at the Warriors game, and they were, we was in there like little little studio with a little suite, and okay. they had those up there. And we was in there like I was like, dang, this this is crazy. It's like nice. I can, I'm in something, but I'm not in it's, it. Yeah. It's like you feel like what's going on. <laughs> so so to experience that is like you know I got those contacts. So and and the thing is, I need to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not knocking if I'm later, but I'm in the NFL now. So most guys want to. Relate to guys that's in the NFL. This is up. So going back, like you're just saying, like explain to some of these guys about the importance of having that outlook on different things. Like you just said, you All talked right. about about having a vision for your life after ball and just other ways that can bring you income and things like that. Like you know, you kind of looked at the tech avenue. I know a lot of guys, you know. They get in the league, you know, they get these big paychecks, and it's like, oh, right, I'm good, right, I'm good. Right. So just kind of that importance, we're trying to emphasize the importance of, like, how you need to look for it. Because, again, yeah, it's, 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 very, it's very It's very important, man. I wish um, I would have paid more attention to it earlier in my career mm-hmm. um, because, like, like y'all said, it's, it's not for long, and the business side of it is crazy. So it is. You, and, and, <laughs> and you're in the NFL, so guys— 
um, who do that stuff, who do tech, who do other things, they want to talk to you because you're an NFL player. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just how how it, it is. It, you know, it opens what I'm doors for you. Yeah, it opens open doors, doors for you. You know what I'm saying? So when them doors open, you better <laughs> bust it, like walk in there. If it <laughs> yeah. don't open, you better find a way, find somebody that that can help you. Or you know what I'm saying? Like those little. Um, Meetings they had with the rookies, like mm-hmm. pay attention to that. Like, yeah. I, and like I, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't really, you know, what I'm saying, pay attention at the time. But now, you know, being a veteran player is like, wow, you know, yeah. what I'm saying. So if I can go back and tell somebody, you know, what I'm saying, like this is very important. Like you really need to pay attention to what they're saying because they, they, they trying to help you be better. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying. It, it's funny, just like simple things as like your 401k plan. Right, I remember right, right. so many times where I'm chasing guys. I was like, no, just come to this meeting. Right, they gonna right. match you dollar for dollar. Dollar, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. you gotta do sitting in this meeting I'll, and signing this paperwork. Like, Hancock on that. <laughs> that's all you got to do. But <laughs> it, 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 it is wild just the, the the growth process that you do have from, you know, being a younger individual yeah, to you. Definitely, definitely, been in, definitely. Been in. Yeah. But the sad part is some guys don't even make it to see, you know, that right, side right, of it like right, you, right? right? They're out of the league. They're out of the league definitely, because, definitely. you know, they come in and they, 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 they focus on all the glitz and the glamour and all that right. stuff before, you know, they're out of the league and they never really had that opportunity to make that growth. Yeah. I want to take a moment just to kind of maybe talk a little bit about you um, being, in a, uh, being in San Francisco, uh, a teammate with Kaepernick. So, um, just want to see it. Just kind of talk a little bit about the early stages of kind of like his, you know, when he started to protest. What, like, what, what was that experience like? Uh, Cap man. Before I get into that, man, he was one of the hardest working guys that I ever worked out with. Yeah. I'm talking about like I work hard. I'm not even gonna lie, but going, we wake up in the morning, work out, go to the field and throw and come back, and we doing abs. You see that magazine he was in? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know why. It's real. It's real. They ain't airbrushed. No, 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 no
this again like I said it's 90% business 10% skill right. you know what I mean like that shows you for real that you know this is it's a business so when you don't come in it with this Super Bowl to the Super Bowl and then the, the division I mean the, the conference championship or whatever you know what I'm saying like but the fact that you know this stuff is bigger than that it's political it's a lot of things that guys need to be fully aware of so so a little bit you know obviously uh you, your your career, you know, you went on to play there for a little bit, and then uh, injuries, right? So, so let's talk a little bit about you know being injured, and then uh, you know finding your way to Houston, and we, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that whole transition. Oh man, it's it's like once I got injured, it's like wow, like I went through my whole life, not my whole life. I you know you had injuries, but like I played football and basketball in college. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And to come to the NFL and uh, tear my hamstring and have to have surgery. Right? Like, <laughs> like I never had like a major surgery. You know what I'm saying? T- to have to have surgery, it kind of tore me down a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a faithful guy. Like I'm 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 strong. I believe in God. And my mom, she's <laughs> she's one of them praying mothers that you need. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, I w- it was rough for me. Um, my girlfriend, who's my wife right now, she was there for me. Um, my brother was there for me. Everybody just calling him, like, you know what I'm saying? Just keep working. Stay motivated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? God got a plan for you, and it's going to work out at the end of the day. And I kind of took that approach, um, and I got healthy. Um, once I got healthy, um, I tweaked it again. Um, this was when I went through four different coaches oh, with the 49ers. Uh, Harbaugh, Tom Sula, Chip Kelly, and uh, Shanahan. So this was when Shanahan came in. Um, you know that process when they bring in all their own guys. Um, we got a new GM, Lynch. Yeah. So it was like, man, it's kind of like I'm hurt, but like I know I can play. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the time, like, if you if you're not on the field, they're gonna forget about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, man, I got to get on the field. So I'm kind of like pushing myself when I when I should be like chilling, like getting myself back. So went out there and try to push myself and end up tweaking it again. Um, going through that process, coming back for camp, um, I'm out there. I'm doing what I, I'm. I'm healthy now, so I'm yeah. doing what I gotta do. Um, and uh, he called me in the office. He was like, "Man, we're gonna release you." Um, like, I was like, "You gonna release me?" Like, <laughs> like I, I, in my head, I'm thinking like, "Man, I'm out here killing. Like, yeah. I'm doing what I need to do. Like, and, and, you know what I'm saying?" And that's, <laughs> again, that's the that's the unfortunate part of this business right. where. The public never sees that. They don't see all those lonely hours in the training room where right. you out here <laughs> trying to get healthy. And then on top of that, just the pushing yourself to the limit or possibly before you're a hundred percent ready right, because right, you're right. trying to you're trying to stay trying on that field, right, trying to right, prove yourself, trying right. to stay relevant to these coaches and GMs and stuff like that. And that's that's the unfortunate part. Like like it it you know, Andrew Luck just retired and things like that. Right, and it's right. just you know, when you know, he kind of explain, explained just, like, the process and just how draining it is. Like, you're trying to fight through these injuries and right, all right. this stuff. And it's just like, it, 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 it is really just the, no, a lot of people don't understand that battle. Right, right, right. I salute him for that, but um, I, I can't quit. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I salute him for that, but I can't quit. I'm going to keep going. Um, But like I was saying, man, uh, being released, man, it kind of like, man, my first time ever being released, like, I was like, man, I thought I was going to, you know, have a career here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, it kind of like, wow, I'm released. Like, wh- what do I do now? Yeah. Like, I, I never, you know what I'm saying? I'm calling people. My agent was like, man, just just sit and wait. Like, teams going to call. Man, yeah. next day, teams was just, yeah. It, yeah. Just, yeah. it just came. So I was like, okay, I'm good. Uh, I went to the Jets. Um, so for those who know about my injury, it's the semi-tendinosis. So you got three hamstring muscles. 
but they removed one of mine, the semitendinosus. So going to them, of course, my left leg is going to be weaker than my right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. mm-hmm. that's, y'all, y'all know that. And they was like, man, we want to get it uh, stronger, but so we're going to uh, not, we're going to wave you or whatever, whatever they did, basically cut whatever they did. So I got released for them for a day. I ain't even practiced. I ain't did no workouts or nothing. I just went in there, wow. saw the trainers. They did a little uh, Nordic hamstring, like little curl machine that tests your hamstring and strength. Uh-huh. And they was like, we want you to go uh, rehab and, and get it stronger and then come back. Man, I was like, man, I'm ready to go now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, my agent's calling me saying, team, team this, this team calling, that team calling. And um, I hit hop up. You know, hop my dog. We've we yeah. been dogs since middle school. We played AU basketball together, North Carolina, South Carolina football, Triangle, and basketball game together. Like, he's, he's my dog for a long time. And I hit him up. I was like, man, like, who y'all got? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I come there? Because my agent told me Houston. I was like, man, can I come there? He was like, yeah, man, you already know. He was yeah, a dog. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> South Carolina, you already know. Come yeah. on, pull up. And then the next day, they called me and I yeah, came out to Houston, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny that you say that because I wanted to, you know, talk about you eventually making it to Houston and then walking into the locker room. I mean, it's it's almost like a South Carolina right, West, right, bro. Like, right. like <laughs> tell me about walking into the locker room with all these guys that's either from South Carolina or played in South Carolina. Man, it felt like I was, I've been there for years, you know what I'm saying? It felt like I was a part of the team. Like, yeah. I, I, I was here since I got drafted, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't met J. Joe until I got, I mean, I I met him before, but I never hung out with him before. And like, it was like, man, he's my older brother. Yeah. Like me and Joe, to this day, we we get together all the time. Like <laughs> clowny, you know what I'm saying? All the boys, hop, all the boys, they still hit me up every chance they get. I'm around them all the time. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm still part of the team. I mean, I can testify to it because I'm, I'm I'm in a locker room. I'm just like, this guy's in. I mean, he got a locker room lit. Everybody's talking to him. He's dancing. Music is going crazy. Him and Deshaun chemistry is crazy. I'm like, yo, like. I'm I mean, you literally just kind of you you walked into the locker room and kind of just like set it ablaze and kind of I mean, you're responsible for getting the ping pong table in there. You know what I'm saying, like man, <laughs> I don't really want to get into that. Man. I mean, it, it <laughs> just kind of like I said, with that familiarity, how did that kind of translate to the field between like the chemistry that you had with Hop and with Deshaun? Like, how did that translate man, to the field? Like, it was so crazy. Like the first practice, like it was like clicking. I'm like, yeah, Lee. But the crazy thing is, so. When Deshaun was going through his process, he came to the Niners when I was still with them. And we, we I chopped it up with, you know, Clemson, South Carolina, I chopped it up. I'm like, man, congrats on your, you know what I'm saying, your compliments and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, I wish I could play with you, you know what I'm saying? And wow. then it ended up happening. I'm like, wow, bro, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> like how did this end up happening? And then coming here and actually, like, I'm talking about from day one, bro, we started clicking. I was like, man, yeah, I want to play here for a long time, man. <laughs> I mean, y'all had the chemistry. I mean, you guys, I mean, from a music perspective alone, yeah, man. I think he just enjoyed watching you dance to everything. Like it was just it was just a party between Every y'all time, too, man. man. So it was like, you gotta have fun out there, man. That's yeah. one thing that uh Crab and Steve Boy told me, man. Like when you out there, man, have fun with it. Cause once you're done having fun with it, you're done with it. <laughs> man, I feel you on that. And you gotta you ain't having fun Right It's not for you Like you might as well Go ahead But I'm always having fun man Any team I go to I'm gonna have fun That's just me As a person (laughs) So you still uh, So like you said You still uh, You know You still in the process You know You're trying to Wait wait throughout You know See what happens See what opportunities come up Um, So with that being said You know What's what's next for you 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 know Let's talk a little bit about Maybe what you're doing In the meantime Uh, Right now uh, It's a little tough um, Because 
you know what I'm saying, you're free. Uh, when you're not getting calls because you're a veteran, you've been hurt, it's kind of tough. But like I said, that faith is strong. Right. So yeah. um, right now I just work out. Uh, I wake up in the morning. Uh, I might box. I might run some miles. Um, but I'm working out at LJ Performance uh, right there on Richmond. Um, he's getting me right. Um, but right now, man, it's just, you know what I'm saying, keeping that faith, um, working on other things as far as, like, what I can do for my home, mm-hmm. uh, my hometown, um, trying to get that process. Uh, you got, like, a lot of off time. Um, I'm done working out probably, like, 12 o'clock, so I got the rest of my day to, <laughs> you know, think about things that I can do for my family, things that I can do for my hometown, and things I can do for myself. And, um, of course, my wife, she's right there beside me, um, Erica. She's keeping me uplifted um, by my side every day. Um, and she's also a, a very intelligent young woman. <laughs> she's a, a accounting, so she's she's doing her thing. She's doing her part. She knows the numbers. Yeah, yeah, she knows the numbers. And um, she's keeping me right. But other than that, man, I'm just chilling, hanging out, being Bruce. Every now and then, get up with Hop Them Boys. Turn up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do a little something together. <laughs> so I seen a little bit about this uh, this project you got coming project. Uh, it's from the dirt. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what can people expect? What 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 can people expect? With uh, that? It's actually the people probably don't know they would know uh, now, but uh, my cousin uh, Gilbert uh, Gold Rush Films uh, he actually owns that up in New York, and um, he actually told me he was like, man, people got to hear your story, um, and where you from. So I was like, man, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we're gonna do a part two, uh, cause I'm, I'm not done yet. But, uh, <laughs> okay. but yeah, man, you just, just gonna expect um, the real. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm from? Um, there's a lot of things that you know what I'm saying. You probably gonna <laughs> when my mom talk, you probably gonna you gonna you gonna, you gonna share a tear. You know what I'm saying? She's she's gonna explain you know the things she's been through and how we got to where we are. Um, it, it's it's just my you know my family. Um, where I grew up at, in the down the dirt road, uh, running from dogs. <laughs> he knows a stray pit bull somewhere. He knows a stray pit bull somewhere that you gotta run from, and we know every every block, every corner that you gotta run. Keep your uh, keep your head on a swivel. You ready? I'm telling you, that's how I got fast, man. Running from dogs, man. So so when 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 can we expect to like be able to see that or how? Uh, so right now we're in the process of, of getting everything. You know, situated. Yeah. Uh, September, we're gonna drop um, a preview okay. uh, for you guys to get ready, and then it should come out probably in the middle of the season. Okay, cool, cool, yep, cool. Yep, yep. Congratulations <laughs> too, man! I know uh, you just uh, uh, celebrated uh, your anniversary yep. a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah, a year married. Yes, man, congratulations, yeah, man! It's man. funny because we share the same anniversary. Oh yeah, I remember you so telling me. So yeah, we yeah, six yeah, in. Yeah. Me and my wife is six in. So y'all just kind of hit that first that one year. Hey, listen, it, it goes by fast, brother. It's so crazy enjoy that it. Go by fast, man. It does. It, Super fast. I'm like, I'm gonna married. Yeah, already. Yeah, I, I ain't even close. It's a beautiful thing, though. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, man. Definitely. One, one day I'll get that. One day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep me in prayer. Keep. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you stopping by, Bruce. Man, no um, problem. Anytime, man. Hey, and <laughs> y'all know we it, boys. But the one last thing, let's give us give us one good nugget for all the fans out there. Well, what what what's one thing that you give them for just? Oh, one, one nugget I can tell y'all guys, man. Uh, believe in yourself. Never give up. And keep God first. That's it. <laughs> Point blank. Period. <laughs> I think that completes it, man. Again, thanks for hey, that's thanks the for hype. that's the hype. Thanks for joining the podcast, brother. We appreciate you. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of What's the Hype Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment. Follow us on all platforms at What's the Hype Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.